0: Hello and welcome to The Long Haul Part 5. This is just kind of an experimental episode. I'm driving. I'm not really thinking about it too much. I'm not in my normal spot. But I've been reading 101 essays that change the way you think. Um, And it came out in 2016. And I believe the author's name was like Brianna Stewart. Anyways. Um, And a big theme of this is dealing with anxiety, dealing with pressures and judgment from people as a whole, and uh, finding yourself. So a big theme I wanted to talk about, I've been wanting to talk about, I just really haven't sat sat down and done it, is confrontation, what people think about you, and finding yourself. So that will be the main theme of this podcast as I am uh, driving to Lake Norman High School to go and uh, run some sprints, but really this is hopefully just a rough draft and hopefully I edit it, but if I really like it, I'll post it. Anyways, um, so confrontation. Confrontation in my life uh, as a third generation entrepreneur has been readily apparent since I was a young age. Um, Confrontation is obviously known, I mean, it's what starts arguments and negotiations. Um, so in my house, I probably, I wish someone would have told me earlier. Ironically, Sam McLeod told me this probably like one of the first couple of times he came over to my house in like sixth or seventh grade. He was like, your parents just yell all the time or your family just yells all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's just kind of how we are. But I have realized that over the years, the best arguments that I have quote unquote won or gotten my way, I have handled them appropriately. I've been speaking in a mature manner, not just with my parents, but clients and anyone and clients, coaches, peers, uh, teammates, all of it. Arguments, big or small, if you handle them in the appropriate way, um, basically what another book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was talking about was you should try and avoid arguments, which I don't agree with because negotiations is a part of life, but there isn't a solution to most arguments where both sides get exactly what they want because in regards to confrontation, arguments if you are in an argument with someone who is very um, arrogant but you convince them that they are wrong that arrogant person is just like oh he just forced me to be wrong and they will never truly grow in regards to I am completely unhappy with whatever decision was made and seth just got his way and blah 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 the goal of every argument in your life should be to find some kind of middle ground in a mature manner And have both sides be happy. So, confrontation. I am fine in confrontational areas with people I I know have been around that love me, and business and negotiations as a whole. I mean, I don't appreciate going back and forth with someone that lives in a three million dollar house over four hundred dollars, but I've done it probably too many times to count. And. One person that can definitely vouch for this is Cooper Marcy, but besides the point, confrontation for me has been scary sober because (sighs) approaching women at bars, at whatever, unique scenarios around campus, or seeing them at the grocery store when you're back home, or just kind of being sober, like, it's just a very unique, it shouldn't be unique, but it's very difficult for me to cold approach someone i either do or don't know that well and be like hey how are you how's your day because people are walls these days it's it's they shut you down for a variety of reasons in my opinion they either they're not fucking with you or you're boring or whatever it is i mean i've gotten shut down but here's my approach you've got to think about it almost like the sales people do and i've read mark cuban's uh autobiography here this week as well he was saying every I've heard this before every no gets you closer to a yes and he was referencing sales but you can apply that to almost everything in your life and in dating for me it has been very difficult to get a firm yes mainly because my methods are definitely unorthodox and I really just was a dick I mean there's not there's nothing else to say I was a dick and I am doing my best every second of every day to not be one and work on myself because you have to work on yourself before you can help others, before you can even approach others, in my opinion. So, while I have this little year off of college, I've just been grinding trying to figure it out because, I mean, ultimately the goal is to find your wife and everything. So... Circling back to confrontation, confrontation is everything because that you have to go face to face with someone. Ideally, I'd love to have the confidence to walk up to anyone and anyone that is everywhere and be, "Hey, my name is Seth Ashelman. I think you're really attractive. Um, I hope you find think the same, or maybe you would like to, you know, exchange numbers or, you know, let me make you the happiest." girl alive and i feel like that just doesn't work these days because you're getting judged if you're drunk or getting drunk if you're too drunk getting judged if you're too drunk or sober or the girl thinks she's better than you because she has eight thousand followers on instagram and has daddy issues and drinks all the time because of (laughs) fucked up reasons so as i roll into the parking lot here i'm at Six minutes and 30 seconds. I can't even remember what else I was going to talk about besides confrontation. I think it was... Uh... Oh, you have to look at yourself. Like, you have... Everything I've read, you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. You have to wake up every day and love where, where your space is, where you're at, and... Truly love the grind of life. You can't carry any resentment and anger towards those who have done you wrong. Because a big theme, like literally this book, 100, 101 Essays Will Change the Way You Think, literally is saying, Seth, or they said this in, like to the reader, until you say thank you to those who have angered you and caused you tremendous amounts of pain, you have not completely let go and moved on. So, in my example, in my life, as it's seven minutes and 30 seconds, I have had plenty of quote unquote bullies, plenty of people that try to put you down, people that say, you could say, I will give you a million dollars and these people still find a way to come at you negatively and i can get it doesn't do me any power to name them but if they're actually listening to it they know who they are i've had girls curve me which i completely applaud because i was coming at them for the wrong reasons i've had girls say something that i didn't really didn't really understand and this girl if she's reading it will know she said i am a it was like freshman year she goes Or sophomore year, I can't even remember. I am a 14-year-old stuck in a 16-year-old's body. And and it was very upsetting to me because I was like, what the hell? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. This whole thing circles back to mental health and self-love. And this is definitely draft one because I'm all over the place. But I have been working very hard, working very diligently on my aspect of self-love. By, you know, doing the little things while I can, while I'm home alone, basically. Working out, reading books, reaching out to people I care about, and I assume they care about me. But in this world, you are pretty much by yourself all the time. And that's a big theme they talk about in these books as well. They say you are constantly by yourself, and you are the only person that truly cares about you. For what you want to do. Because you are the only person that can see your goals and see your efforts. So for me, in the self-love aspect, I've been really sitting here with the thought of, how can I seriously forget someone that made my college life a living hell and had the option to say, hey, Seth, how are you doing? How can I help you? And didn't. They were saying, Seth, you're a piece of shit. I can't believe you're here. No one likes you. Blah, blah, blah. You have to sit. I sat with all those angry, horrible emotions of, It's just, you're so conflicted because I was like, I got to fight him. I was like, what else can I do besides fight him? And then I'm like, well, if I fight him, that's just going to put me further behind on the basketball floor. And that's like a big reason why I'm here because then I, it shows that I can't control my emotions and I'm a piece of shit and I'm causing more stress, not only on myself, but on the team, on the coach, on the reputation of the basketball team as a whole. And and you guys are going to like this one. As dumb as it sounds, I've never been in a physical confrontation, like, besides the bar incident, because I've always been scared that I'm going to hurt someone too extensively. Or, they're going to pull out a knife or gun and kill me. Which didn't happen in Memphis, thank God, but I was pretty fucking close to it. So, this is draft one. I'm at 10.30. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to get reviews on this and then roll with it.